So welcome back to another Sunlit Missions Coffee Cast. I we can probably tell that we're in different locations. I'm here yeah. in the studio and Trent is out in Hill City, Kansas. So how's it going, buddy? Well, it's been quite a summer, you know. So it's been quite a year for us. Yeah. So uh, we thought we thought it'd be a great opportunity. Uh we're coming up on the Thanksgiving holiday, giving Tuesday, end of the year. Christmas, all this good jazz to try to catch up everyone out there with what's been going on and what we've been up to and perhaps maybe why you haven't heard from us in a while and perhaps yeah. maybe why, you know, hopefully you'll hear more from us in the future and how you can help and all those things and kind of just a, just an update, I think, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's great. Um, you know, we were cooking with gas there uh, up until mid-March and, uh, and everything was just really moving along. We got the coffee cast started. We got the Sunlight Truth started. And uh, we started a partnership with Network for Good, which is the same group that Facebook uses for their charitable side. And they have, so we are a tiny little player with them, but we get to utilize their tools as far as communicating. And we're just learning how to do that. And, um, and their accounting tools and stuff like that. And Brad got us all set up with uh, being a Facebook charity and being an Amazon Smile vetted approved charity, which is really, really cool. So there's a lot of things that were really going well. And um, and then March came around. And Brad, what happened in March? Well, March came around and my dad became ill with uh, kind of an unknown illness, definitely not it wasn't COVID related, uh, even though we were kind of in still in the COVID time period, but he became uh, sick with um, kind of an unknown uh, diagnosis. He was in the hospital for a couple of weeks and he wound up passing away there in uh, early March. I think I, I don't have the, I don't even have the exact date off the top of my head. It's been such a flurry since then. I, yeah, I know it, it has been, I know um, his services were on March 18th. Yeah, which was a Thursday. Uh-huh. So they're in, in Bernie, Missouri. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, um, your mom stills with us. Yep. Um, you have one sister and she's kind of, your mom's moved to her town. Yeah, so same. kind of the family farm and, and businesses and stuff like that. It's all been left behind in Bernie. You guys are you and your mom are working on the disillusionment of all that stuff. Yeah. Fortunately for us, they had already relocated and made the decision to move to a town closer to where my sister lives in Clinton and had begun that process of sort of considering the, the spin down, if you want to call it that of their businesses and their uh, real estate and things like that. And, uh, but not knowing that any of this was obviously going to happen. And then, uh, you know, my dad passed away. It left my mom pretty much in charge of all of that. So we spent a fair amount of time this this summer and this fall ever since then sort of wrapping things up. They had um, they had sold their home already and their farm, small piece, small farm that they had there. They still had significant uh, real estate. And my mom had a uh, well, my mom and dad both, actually, but it had been my mom the last five years or so had an insurance business and they were in the process of wrapping that up and kind of slowly tapering that down. And so since his death, we have spent a tremendous amount of time basically uh, liquidating real estate holdings and things like that. And that is just about wrapped up. I think the, the last one will be the end of this month. And so my mom has been very active and busy in doing that. She's very uh, independent still in good health. So we're certainly, you know, You're blessed in that great, regard. We're blessed and grateful both, honestly, uh, that she's still able to to do things and still interested in being active. And while it has, hasn't been easy for her, she certainly uh, misses my dad, obviously, but she has had, you know, some time a little bit now to, to you know, just, work through a little bit of that. And, you know, that process is not over, obviously, but never, uh, it never will be. Never and, will be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that first year is key 
And um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this now, because we're coming up on Thanksgiving and we're coming up on Giving Tuesday and then we're coming up on basically surviving the holidays. And uh, when I say that, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, from a Christian standpoint, but what I do mean from is an emotional way. It is your, this will be a first for Brad uh, to go through Thanksgiving and Christmas without his dad. And it'll be the same for his mom. And um, those will be sensitive times. So, yeah. and the, uh, it's, it's possible that um, joy and, and mourning can sort of coexist all in the same moment and in those moments. And it really seems like it's uh, accentuated by the holidays. So um, just some strategies, you know, I mean, just taking a deep breath and, and realizing that uh, your sister's going through that, you're going through that, uh, the grandsons are going through that. Uh, I mean, everybody is so, and they're all yeah. going through it in their own unique way, you know, so. Yeah, it's true. And then, uh, you know, it wasn't long outside of my um, loss of my father that, that you experienced some things that were very similar. Well, yeah, on May 4th, I got a call that from uh, friends here in uh, Western Kansas that my mom uh, was unable to move her legs and they had just taken her to the hospital and they were getting ready to um, fly her and not a helicopter out here. We <laughs> out here in the great plains, they, uh, they use a plane. So um, <clears throat> fly her to the nearest trauma center, which was in Salina, Kansas. <clears throat> and so I packed up really quickly. She had been the caregiver to my father um, for really the past two or three years, but certainly through the pandemic. And because they were both had multiple issues, uh, they stayed very uh, isolated. Um, and they had already kind of started to have an isolated lifestyle in their home here. And, uh, but, um, so I took off and uh, I was able to stop in Salina just, <clears throat> just after they got her to her room in ICU. <clears throat> and we talked and we, we cried and we, um, we you know, told each other we loved it. And then I went ahead and took the two and a half hour drive out to here um, to be a caregiver for my dad because um, I was kind of the next best thing. And there was no way their friends and family, you know, and uh, neighbors could could take care of that situation at night and all that. At about nine o'clock that night, I got a phone call from my CU and my mom was coding. <clears throat> and they said, how fast can you get here? I said, two and a half hours. <laughs> and, uh, they said, well, that won't work. And she was still alive brain-wise, and um, I was able to pray her into heaven. Which, yeah, it was over real, the phone, right? Yeah, over they, the phone, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They put the phone to her ear, and, uh, and then the, the nurse came back up. Um, she said a really interesting thing, you know, in a secular world that we live in today. She said a very interesting thing. She started crying, and this is an ICU nurse, so they see a lot of stuff. And she said, I am 100% sure she just heard that prayer. And uh, I said, well, you can stop compressions now. And uh, it was just, a, you know, 20 seconds later, she was yeah. gone. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> that set off a series of events that was very, very interesting. I stayed out here for almost two months. Uh, my dad got sick and um, we needed to figure out some services for him. We found a place in Columbia. Um and we had a nice drive. Uh, he got, we got him well enough and strong enough that he could make that trip. And he spent three weeks in a really nice facility there in Columbia and then died <laughs> on July 16th. Yeah. And, um, man. Un yeah, unexpected, unexpectedly. I mean, not, not totally unexpected. Well, yeah. Other not, than not that your mom broken. Yeah. Not, not that your mother's death wasn't unexpected as well, but I mean, it was sort of just, I mean, he was doing pretty well. He, 
had, had some challenges, obviously, with the move and the relocation, and obviously was heartbroken over your mother. But, but yeah, real interesting that, you know, happens like that. We talk about this all the time, that it happens that way often is that when one goes, real, the other goes on. Right, and it was, there's tremendous irony in, or the way God lined that all up is um, they found him just after he had coded. And so they started compressions and did this exact same thing and they kept his brain alive. And um, I think I was the calmest one on the call um, <clears throat> because, I mean, it felt like I'd just done this the day before. And yeah. uh Although it was a couple of months before, 73 days before. Right. But uh, did the exact same thing. Put the phone to his ear and prayed him into heaven and said, stop the compressions. So, yeah. <clears throat> so oh. I am, a, I'm an only child and that that's both parents inside of 73 days and all of their, uh, estate similar to brad's and uh belongings and and then also you know planning two services and and we did them when i say we did them sunlit was there uh, we recorded those uh and we and because of those we were actually able we were asked to do another one there in columbia and uh you can see those at sunlit.org slash barbara pogue or slash jerry pogue and um when we talk about legacy, you know, uh, legacy discipleship, that's, that's what we're all about, as, as all of you know, uh, that, that lives long past our lives here. It, that's kind of our primary goal. And my folks, um, not that Brad, Brad's dad was a solid Christian. We know exactly where he is. Uh, you know, it, I mean, every, Everybody's different, and uh, he was a builder in people's lives, as were my folks. And the idea here was not to immortalize them, but just to make sure that generations to come would know of their discipleship legacy. Yeah, it was long to honor, past. To yeah, honor, honor them, really. Uh, yeah, honor the memory and the work that they did. Right. You know, in their years of long years of. Christian and those stories are available, you know, at sunlit.org slash. And then we'll, you know, the more of those we do, uh, the more stories we have to tell. And, um, and then we do those same stories, you know, with people that are alive, <laughs> uh, we do the stories, you know, through them as their heart and wisdom and discernment of their stories. Uh, when they feel the need to make sure that number one, uh, that their family knows that and their family's family and their family's family's family. I think but that, secondly, but also the lives of people that just might relate to them, you know, maybe they relate to them because of their color, race, whatever it might be. Um, maybe they relate to them because they were a ditch digger for a living. You know, um, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It, they relate to them because they're Christians that are attempting to know Christ more each day and to make him known in their lives. And then they have some other types of association and could be regional, you know, could be whatever. But the point is, is uh, that's what discipleship legacy discipleship is all about. So yeah, even think, though, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that if there's anything, uh, if there's anything that was sort of brought to to the forefront or highlighted for me during that period, both the loss of my dad and you losing both of your parents was, um, you think you understand and know that concept of legacy. Like you, you're, you're like, Oh yeah, I, I, I understand that legacy idea. And that, yes, we're going to, you know, people's lives. And I think if there's anything that I was taught during that spring, summer time of, of loss for you and I both, it was, it was really to highlight that legacy concept even more. Um, and that tied in with the song by Lance and Cloverton and the Cloverton guys that we used in the two videos, both, both the video for your mom and for your dad, talks about great plans and uh, 
great plans that he has for you, you know. And seeing the number of people who commented or wrote a note, sent a card to both me and to you uh, for your parents, um, it really just emphasized that idea of legacy and, you know, what you're doing throughout your life and what you leave behind is more than just those possessions. The possessions mean nothing, but it's the way you made people feel or the way you interacted or the, the things they learned by being around you or the example they saw by the life that you lived. That was one of those things that had been brought to the forefront during that time. It was pretty I, incredible, really. It isn't um, by any means that, uh, that <clears throat> I think that and one thing for me is that with all this going on, being an only child and all that, and, uh, and, and I, I spoke at both services too, so that, you know, and sort of arranged them with the pastor and, and music and all that kind of stuff. So, and that's, that's my choice. And, that, but that was a lot of work and, uh, <clears throat> um, and it was tiring and along with the, just the surprise emotion of it all, you know, and uh, especially both of them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm just now here. We are um, the week before Thanksgiving, and I'm uh, I'm just now starting to feel some of those hits, you know, because it just there was a ton of uh, just do the next thing, you know, uh, what's the next thing on the list? So, uh, you know, there's there's legal and financial, you know, um, possessional things, but there's so much emotion and uh, and the care of others in a small community that I'm still quite uh, vested in. So I'm out there, I'm out here right now, and I plan to be until uh, mid-December and then uh, <clears throat> come home and, 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 you know, see you guys and do Christmas and New Year's. But I, I'll, I'll probably, through 2022, uh, be out here quite a bit. And uh, just making some changes on the house. Um, also sort of living, I'm not living in grief, but I'm, I'm just, I'm going through the process as God would lead me spirit wise to deal with the collections and the different things, maybe do some upgrades on the house, uh, et cetera, until it's done. And then when it's done, I'll know it. And, um, then it'll be time to, to, to sell and move on and, but in the meantime, I intend to actually, you know, have some of these kind of conversations with uh, strong believers, pioneer type of believers that live out here that are um, just stalwarts of the faith in um, um, a variety of ways, uh, be it they feed America, you know, because they're farmers or um, they're, they're teachers or you know, just all sorts of different folks from different kind of walks of life. So I'm excited. One of the things that was interesting all through this entire thing is Sunlit for me has been right here. It's been right in the forefront of my mind, the entire process. Um, it's, it's like every single thing is connected. And now for those of us that believe in that spiritual realm the answer is yes everything is connected i mean god's running the show here uh and i'm certainly in the trunk on this deal and he's driving and and i don't even get to look through that little hole in the back and say hey hey where are we going i just <laughs> just am waiting for the trunk lid to open so that's what's kind of going on right now and we didn't want giving tuesday to go by and and not indicate um, well, I mean, we, uh, I, giving Tuesday is, is such a cool concept and do you know anything about it or what do you, what do you want to know, et cetera? I, we should I, probably let people know. Yeah. I'd say even my knowledge is limited about the history of giving Tuesday. Certainly I've heard of it. It's a common date sort of after Thanksgiving, uh, or around the Thanksgiving time period where folks can sort of think again or be reminded again about, you know, organizations that they want to charitably donate to. Right. Well, it's a really, it was a simple idea uh, created in 2012 
it was just a day that encourages people to do good, you know, to, uh, and over the last nine years, it's grown into a global movement that inspires hundreds of thousands and millions of people to give, to collaborate together, to celebrate generosity together. And it doesn't all come down to financial. It, it comes down to your gifts and your talents and, you know, just the strengths and the way God's made you. It couldn't, the concept of this could not work in better with what we've been through this year, um, <clears throat> with what we believe and what the, the values mission, you can go on the website and check out our values and mission and all that kind of stuff. But Giving Tuesday is not necessarily a Christian thing, um, but at the same time, it espouses these so many of the fundamentals. You know, like <clears throat> they're asking you to just get still for a moment on the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Now, why the Tuesday? Because you got Thanksgiving and you got Black Friday. And then I can't, oh, uh, Saturday is local retailers day or something like that. I think they left Sunday open for God. So none of the rest of us would go nuts. And then on Monday, they've got cyber, cyber, cyber Monday, right? Cyber Monday. And it's right. like, okay, it seems like a very appropriate time to go. Hey, take a breath, man. And they're just saying, Hey, just get still. And it reminded me of Psalm. Uh, it reminds me of Psalm 4610, you know, be still and know that I am God. Well, what does that mean? You know, I mean, what's that mean in today's, you know, it's David and yeah, well, it means that God asks us to put down our weapons of war, which right now is, you know, racism, um, polarized politically folks and stand in awe of him and his mighty power. And he is sovereign, faithful, and unfailing to all of us who would believe. I mean, that's what, that's what that means. Be still and know that I am God. Well, there's not a lot of stillness between Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. And so if you'll take that Tuesday to just get real and get still, um, I think it's, it's great. And it reminds me of uh, <clears throat> James 4.8. When he says, uh, James says, he's just reminding folks, if you'll draw closer to him, he will draw closer to you. That doesn't mean if you run from God, he's going to run from you. He's going to fly with you as you try to escape stuff. But what it really does mean is when you personally want that relationship, when you get still and you listen He's going to draw closer to you during those moments. You're going to feel his presence a lot more. And frankly, that is exactly what we're about. So for us, we just want people to know that we are a, a Giving Tuesday option. <clears throat> you know, um, I think that's yeah. kind of what it's about. And there's, there's so many different ways uh, beyond just a Tuesday that folks can be involved in in you know, supporting charities of your choice, even if it's not sunlit, certainly we would appreciate support, but there are a variety of really great organizations that do great things out there. So if you're considering charitable donation, there's certainly so many ways you can do it. And we talked a little, you talked a little bit earlier about us setting up sunlit with the Facebook charitable organization, as well as sort of our partnership with network for good, which is an independent organization that creates software services and so forth that help charitable organizations like ours. But they're also the organization that Facebook actually uses for all of their charitable donations, which we didn't even know when we signed up. I really believe that was sort of godly directed, honestly, in that regard. <clears throat> because when I went through the process of setting up Sunlit as a charitable organization with Facebook, I had no idea who they utilize. Well, the first thing we started looking into was a lot, of, and you see a lot of folks do this, and this is an option for our for our followers or anyone who wants to be involved in this, is that, you know, the birthday fundraiser is one of those things that you'll see a lot of folks do. And that's where your birthday's coming up and you're like, hey, instead of sending gifts to me, how about considering donating to the charity of my choice? And one of the first things I did was to kind of test that was to, on my birthday, that's what I did. I chose Sunlit as my charitable uh, organization. And then folks could donate for that to that for my birthday. And they did it. 
okay, we went through and I think we raised a couple hundred dollars or $220 through that birthday donation. And then of course what happens is, is the way Facebook charitable organizations work is that later 30, 30 to 45 days later, a check comes in in the mail. Well, I, I'm the one who receives those checks for Sunlit. I open up the check and I look at it and it's from Network for Good, which I just thought was such a, such a great way to figure out that. And we that, were just starting discussions with them at that time when yeah, that we check had, came in. Exactly. We hadn't even uh, signed up for them, but we had considered that idea of using them as a software provider for our, our uh a CRM, if you want to call it that, sort of. It's a contact uh, customer resource management type product for nonprofits. And and so it really brought to light that, yeah, okay, maybe this is the right kind of an organization to work through. And then we went through and we moved forward with the Amazon Smile idea. And again, Amazon is a, is a huge company, has a charitable side, and it's their Smile program. And so we've kind of begun to investigate that. And certainly I've set Sunlit as my charitable organization, but I have as well. Yeah. So every time, every time you make a purchase, uh, 0.5% of the, uh, and there, most of the items are approved, but not all of them, but most items that you buy 0.5% of that, uh, purchase is donated to a charity of your choice at no cost to you as a, as a buyer, you get the same prices. It's just a little portion that Amazon slices off and sends out to the charities to kind of foster charitable giving. And um, and you can imagine that it's a significant a significant uh, portion when you look at Amazon as a company and all of the varying charities that they support. But it's another option that we're uh, you know sharing with people out there that hey Amazon has this and you can set it up on the app on your phone or you can set it up on your computer if you purchase through there and it's just a way that you can give a little bit back. To charities that you want to support, so it's another and thing. That you guys just put to, you and Liam just put together a Sunlit uh, kind of tutorial on how to do that, and yeah. uh, that'll be on the website soon. It'll be on the website when we hear this, and uh, so there's a little there's a little video there to just if if you're uncomfortable knowing how to do that, um, it'll it'll walk you right through it. Um, and it also explains everything that Brad just explained. I think you know and. Um, my significant other is always is saying, why don't, ev- why doesn't everybody just give to Sunlit that way, you know? And, and it truly, it's like half halves of pennies, but they do add up. And when you see what they, what they uh, give on an annual basis, I mean, oh my gosh, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing. And, and I'm not talking about for sunlight, you know, I think it between you and I, I think we're up to a whole whopping eight bucks or something like that, as far as, and I know you buy a lot of stuff. From I do. Yeah, I do. And, and I do too. So, uh, and I, I think everyone would be surprised possibly we all might be surprised how many things when we look back over a year, we actually purchase from Amazon. Maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but I think a lot of people would be. There's a tremendous number of items that we buy just in routine that, you know, every little bit helps. And yeah. uh, with, as far as giving goes, uh, well, it's not the, about then that kind of brings us back to giving Tuesday and just the generosity concept and the kindness concept of that. Yeah. Um, you know, whether you're helping a neighbor or you're advocating for an issue in your neighborhood, your community, your state, whatever it might be, uh, your church, uh, whether you're sharing a skill, you know, yeah. um, my dad was a, a super good wood, woodworker. Uh, I think behind me here, you can see a little bit of his stuff, but there's just a very talented guy. And uh, I've got a little bit of that. And only because he wanted to share that skill, but he also shared it as a teacher. And there, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of kids who are still in, you know, have shops of their own or contractors or are building custom homes. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's, there's also these, this, you know, this generosity of, of giving to causes. Um, and it, it doesn't always mean, it could be your time, you know, um, as well. It What really, really highlights is one of the key components of our heart is gratitude. 
and generosity and gratitude are really, you know, they're kissing cousins or whatever you want to call it. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a terrible thing to say, but anyway, they're, they're twins. It's the same word. It's the same concept. And it brings people together across races and faiths and political views. And gosh, all of a sudden you can breathe and you don't feel like you're saying the wrong thing, looking the wrong way, you know, what a, what a crazy, um, crazy kind of polarized world we live in. And that's not what we're about. Right. We're about discipleship, you know? So when you think about all that, don't you think discipleship? Sure. Yeah. Whether you're sharing a skill or helping your neighbor or. I I just think it's loving your neighbor, helping your neighbor. It's it's kind of the golden rule, um, you know, which is just kindness, generosity, gratitude, all of those things. I think they all flow together. Um, And certainly it's uh, at this time of the year is it's highlighted, obviously, as we're thinking about the holidays. And certainly I think it's been a, we, we talked about a little bit earlier, but you know, the holiday season is one of those times when we tend to reflect. And I think coming coming out of a pandemic certainly has highlighted that. We haven't seen our families or our friends as frequently. And I just think we're we're a lot more grateful for the time, for time together than we ever have been. And I say that from the perspective of, of loss of family members, but also I think from the perspective of what we've gone through in the pandemic over the last year and a half or two years or whatever it's been is that we're missing togetherness, you know, and um, it just highlights a real spirit, I think, of, of, of the season. I know we always use that term. It's the reason for the season kind of a thing, but I think this year for sure has been highlighted for me. I know that, you know, we're, uh, we're just coming down to the end of a year that's been really tough for a lot of people, not just you and I, but also lots of, there's been a lot of loss. A ton of loss. Yeah, we we do not uh, intend to compare and compete with our stories. We were yeah. just sharing those to be authentic and transparent with yeah. uh, the amount of extra life that's going on right now. Um, yeah, for for both you and I, um, I think one thing to, for us to just really consider, which is just it's one of those moments where you got to be still and think about it, but we each have a deep reserve of generosity in us. We don't necessarily deploy it as often as we should, you know, and that's really sort of the great command, which is one of our principal four um, scriptures. And, and that is to, you know, love, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. That's the first and greatest commandment Jesus said. But the second is just like it. And that's to love your neighbor as yourself. And everything else hangs on those two commandments. Yeah, for sure. And so when you add that into your skills, your voice, kindness, your time, uh, just kind of a sense of gratitude through stillness, then all of a sudden, you realize you have that kind of reserve of generosity that is much greater than what you thought you had. Okay. And you watch a lot less news and you, you stay away from a lot more negative people and you seek out um, to bring joy and, you know, hope to others who are needing it right now. And that's, that's living your faith. And that's, that's what we're all about. It's big sea living. So, so the 30th, right? It's November yeah, 30th. Yeah, the 30th. That's when November, it, that's, yeah, that's, that's when it that's, is this year. Yeah. Giving Tuesday this year is November the 30th. And so I guess I would just ask any anyone out there who's watching or listening to this to maybe give some consideration to uh, giving on that date or any day thereafter, honestly. I, I think it's good to highlight it on the 30th, but I need to be constantly reminded about it throughout the entire year, but it is highlighted on the 30th. I think if anyone wants to consider Sunlit Missions as a charitable donation, certainly we would love and appreciate that and hope to provide real value for you to be able to see just real life and legacy that we're trying to capture and share. Discipleship and all those things that we're working on. 
Um, but there are a lot of different ways folks can be involved. We've already talked about the, the Facebook charitable uh, side of things. And by the way, Facebook, um, through their system, anything that's donated, there are no fees withheld. They actually uh, provide that. So how's that work? If you just uh, if you just like us on Facebook, can you just donate straight from Facebook? Yeah, so you like can go any, to any day of the week. Any mm -hmm. day of the week, you can go to the Sunlit uh, Facebook page, and you'll see a donate button right there. And you click on that, and you, if you donate through there, there Facebook reaps no fees from that. A hundred percent of what you donate comes to Sunlit Missions. And uh, you know the other option. Is certainly to consider those birthday fundraisers. I did it myself and was totally shocked at the number of folks who will who will celebrate your birthday by donating to a charity of your choice. And so you can choose that charity when you set up a birthday fundraiser. And I know that that birthday function is really a popular thing on Facebook. You know, we like to share the memories. Uh, right. That's another popular thing. People like to share memories, but also I love to tell people happy birthday on their birthday. It's one of the things I've always done. Um, I do too. I'm not, there's a lot of things about Facebook that I'm not a fan of, but actually those types of things, the, the, the capturing of memories and the, and the seeing of memories over time, and then the birthday function, some of those things, I really enjoy those, but I think it's just a way to do something that's really kind and uh, highlights a person for. I was blown away this year. I had no idea how often I hit that button and <laughs> PayPal sent me a thing of how many 10 and 15 and $20, you know, additions I had done for people with birthdays this year. It was like 20 or 25. I was like, holy mackerel, really? Yeah. That's, so it adds up for people it. that do the birthday thing. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. So, I mean, you can consider that as a charitable way to, to donate. That's to being kind to them too, because I mean, some there's, they have, a, if they're doing that publicly like that on Facebook, they're, they're really passionate about that charity for some reason or another. Yeah, it's on their heart for a reason. And it's, it's yeah. so, there's so many charities out there, uh, but certainly that's an option. And then, of course, as we talk, the Amazon Smile functionality of being able to just a few pennies of every purchase gets gets moved over. And as you said, they do, those things do add up. And then I and think over, you can. It, yeah, over time, does, isn't there something about the YouTube subscriptions? I mean, once we, once we finally get to a number of those, then. There's some, yeah. It's there's the same, some value to us as a charity about that. So yeah. So over time, uh, the more subscribers that we can get on YouTube, and the more views and things of that nature, then we can become closer to monetizing things to be able to to get some donations through that as well. Um, we have to reach certain measurements before we can do live streams where people could actually interact live, and then also could do donations. Uh, real time while live streaming and things like that, that we just aren't there yet, but we're, we're working our way towards it. And so I think the, the other way that is obviously the easiest way to give if folks want to is to be able to go to our website at sunlit.org and sign up there. There's a donation page that'll allow you to use Network for Good, which by the way, is the same company that Facebook uses. So you can feel comfortable in using that donation method. But also we do, we have other ways. Uh, we have PayPal listed on there as a way in which if folks feel more comfortable donating through PayPal, they can use that. And you can, you can set up recurring and or one-time donations. And we've, we've certainly had several folks that have done that. Uh, we had a lot of people that were super generous during uh, the memorials and the loss of our, of our folks and donated to Sunlit through that. And um, so, yeah, I just think there's a lot of different ways people can get involved. And I guess I, I never really thought about it until you mentioned it, but you talked about uh, at one point, and this was a while back, it was kind of a campaign you had done with another uh, charitable process, but it was that whole idea of a dollar a day, a cost of a cup of coffee, or, well, some folks spend a lot more on coffee than that. We're going to go with con uh, convenience store small <laughs> <All right. laughs> coffee. <laughs> that idea of $30 a month, you know, or a dollar a day for a cheap cup of coffee. And there's, we knew a lot of folks that spend $5 a day at Starbucks or wherever uh, for their coffee. It's a lot more than that. But I just think there's yeah. a lot of different ways that we can be involved in supporting charitable organizations and giving Tuesday is a great time to highlight that. So if anyone is interested in 
in helping support us, we would certainly appreciate it. And uh, we're certainly well, going to be promoting that. Yeah, everybody that knows me knows that I come from a marketing background and, and advertising background. And um, one thing we, we do want to tell you, I think we might, you know, and we're going to see how well this works this year, but we've never really done a donate, donate a donor campaign. And so we wanted to kind of start small. And we're thinking about um, 50 hearts that would be willing to do that recurring thing, that $1 a day and or more if you if you can afford to do so you know fifteen hundred dollars a month and uh we're gonna kick that off on giving tuesday and you were talking about being reminded about um opportunities to give and so we're gonna run everything on social not everything but on social media you'll notice um we're gonna be we've already developed the the little memes and some of the uh, a video or two of how to go, of how to help us uh, reach that um, 50. In fact, we're even going to put a social media thing on there once a week that shows, hey, we have, there's 25 of 50, you know, we're, we're halfway to our goal. Yeah. And we're going to do that for three months. Uh, February 28th is, uh, if you can figure out a way to get two more days in February, we would, it would be exactly three months, but exactly. we can't, yeah. can't figure that one out. So, you know, that allows us a uh, consistent income coming in to be able to pay for production costs. Uh, some of the travel interviews that we do, uh, some of the breakdowns on video and the lessons plans that will be coming. And then really the production costs, hopefully here in 2022, we're going to be able to, um, actually get a few more of these legacy disciples uh, into the studio so we can go through some of their teaching tools and and turn those into usable videos for your small group, just you and your friend across the country, your Sunday school group, you know, whatever it might be. So Yeah, or just you personally. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we... We often talk about using them in, in group settings or with multiple folks, but I think one-on-one, they, so, they can be so powerful and, and uh, great tools to learn from. Uh, that's the thing that I love most about it, honestly. That's what, um, that's what your gifts will do. And we hope we can bless you back uh, if, you're, if you choose to use some of those teaching tools and 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 by meeting some of these people, but you're going to meet some of these people, whether you're a giver or not, by by uh, being part of the or what, being uh, subscribing to our podcast, which is similar to this right here. It's we sit down with folks. We might be doing it this way, considering we're going to be in different regions for a little while. Um, and that's our that's what we call the sunlit coffee cast, right there. So, yeah. and we talk about. And we'll sit down and talk to folks. Uh, we'll tell, we'll talk a little bit about their story, but we'll also find out what's really heavy on their heart right now, or what they're very, very skilled at. And there's seven or six or seven of those queued up right now um, that we were able to get in the can before uh, everything broke loose that we were talking about. And uh, I mean, you'll hear us talking about scripture memory. You'll hear us talking about um, missions and and uh, foreign discipleship and you know a little bit of everything and then we we have something really simple that we would like to uh, finish kicking off we just gave it a little try in uh, 2021 and that is what we call sunlit truths and basically it's um, matters of the heart matters of gratitude matters of prayer and matters of abiding in other words just looking up instead of looking around when you're having challenges in life and those are just going to be simple little memes that will become a series of gratitude of heart and some of them will be quotes you know some of them will be scripture some of them will be pictures with quotes or scripture <laughs> some of them would just be pictures alone you know uh and so those will look like a variety of different things and we hope to have a button on our um, on, on the, on the mobile site and, or on the website that will just allow you to say, yeah, I want, I want to receive those. And I'd like to receive those 
weekly, um, twice a week, whatever that might be. Uh, and we'd be happy to get those out to you. So, and then we have all sorts of other things we'd like to do in the future, but we need to, that, that's what we can promise you today that, uh, if you'll consider making us one of your charities of choice. And if you're, if you feel compelled to, uh, do that on a monthly basis and be one of our 50 that we're trying to, you know, to trying to ramp up to, um, we can definitely guarantee you that stuff. I've always been a big fan of those. Um, I'm a, I'm kind of a guy who loves a good, uh, verse or quote or combination of, uh, photo quote, photo verse. Um, you see a lot of the, a lot of folks share these and, uh, pass them around. And so we thought it'd be a great opportunity to put something together that might inspire you today for the day or might speak to you in some way, or maybe it just touches you because it's, it was meant to meant for you. And if, you know, Trent and I have talked about this before, you know, our, our philosophy has always been, if it just helps one person, then that's more than what we honestly could ever hope for. If it just speaks to one person, that's, that's the, uh, that's the real uh, consider to win in my world, you know? And uh, so if you're interested in signing up for that, we would love to send it to you. Or of course, we're on all the social media platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, uh, you know, podcasts are available. So I know a lot of folks like to listen while they're doing dishes or vacuuming their house or uh, maybe mowing the yard or maybe you're driving to work. Podcasts are great for that because they're, they're a little bit less distracting as far as having to watch something, but we're available in video format too on YouTube. So we can always see those things too. You bet. Well, buddy, I'm glad that we're doing this and I feel really cleansed that, uh, that we've, you know, kind of shared our year <laughs> with folks and, and folks, let me tell you, um, you know, um, I know, uh, I know many of you who have lost a loved one and um, can really empathize uh, with 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 our families right now, and and we appreciate that. At the same time, I can speak for Brad, I think here, and I know I can speak for my family. One of the great, the greatest gift that Brad and his family has received and that I and my sons and, and our loved ones have received is we know the salvation of the three people we lost. And there is absolutely no question about that. Yeah. And if you, if you happen to be um, a believer and it's difficult because of family dynamics to share that with your family, please do. If that's the only thing you get out of this podcast today, this Thanksgiving through Christmas, take the time to tell people that you what you believe and where you believe you're headed. Because if something, God forbid, God did bring you home right now, them not knowing that is something that will eat them up. And uh, I highly encourage you to do that. And I can't tell you how thankful I am on the other side of that to very specifically know from both my mom and her personal walk with Christ and my dad and his personal walk with Christ. And I think you can say the same thing, right? Brad? So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that is one of the greatest gifts you can ever leave is to just share that with your family so they know and it's clear to them besides the fact that i think it just could potentially make an impact in their lives and in some other ways too so yeah very thankful for that yep well we're thankful for you guys and thanks yep. thanks brad for setting this up hey liam in the background thank you so much for setting all this <laughs> this talk it's a lot easier when we're both in the studio isn't it so. Yeah, it really is. It's a little bit of a, a new challenge and uh, kind of recording and doing these things remotely. But I'm, I'm actually, I really believe that um, everything that's happened obviously has happened uh, on God's within God's plan. And I definitely believe that it's probably prepared, prepared or, or is preparing us for what's next in uh, what we are being led to do with Sunlit. 
And I think that this is part of that. It's just is working through in this entire uh, remote process, not to mention the great opportunity for Trent out in Hill City, Kansas, to be able to connect with people that he knows have those legacy stories that they want to share, discipleship stories, because you've got such a history out there of people who you know, trust and love, who are uh, great believers out there that can share their uh, journey and their legacy and their discipleship stories with a lot of people that will be great teaching and learning opportunities for us. And so we hope that what this is going to do is really um, yield exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I think uh, we do a pretty good job of getting in our own way. When we get out, I am a quite, I'm a gold medalist in that. And, I'm, a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a master of getting in my own way. That's for sure. <laughs> well, thank you guys for watching. Uh, again, bet. like, subscribe, follow along on social media. Again, we're on all of the places that you can imagine with social media Check out our website at sunlit.org. We certainly would appreciate you considering us for Giving Tuesday, which is the 30th, but anytime we would certainly appreciate support. And we'll be keeping you updated with the, the counter of how we're making progress over the next three months, but also just uh, delivering content that we think will add value to your life. I think that's the most important thing that we do is just trying to share what we're learning, what others are teaching. If you have an opportunity to, uh, get some of that knowledge and things as, as we go forward. So thank you guys for following along. Another God bless moment. you all. Thank you so much for your prayers. See ya. See you, bud.